hate me to your leader. Oh, that's your leader? No, fuck that. I don't want to talk to him. Bring me somebody else. I don't want to be involved with that. <laughs> what's up, bitches? This is Morgan. And what's up, bitches? This is Sierra. And this is, is Bitches and Murders. Do, bitches and murders. <laughs> I've had a lot of caffeine today. Yeah. It's, it's fine. We're doing it. We're doing the damn thing. I think between the four of us, it. there's probably like nine shots of espresso just flowing back and forth. How many people do you think are here right now? Two. Do you <laughs> know how many people you just said? No. Four. Do you know something I don't know? <laughs> No. You said between the four of us, there's like nine espresso <laughs> shots right here. Shut the no, did I really? Yeah. Uh, can we get a playback on that? <laughs> there's actual tears streaming down my face right now. As you uh, you so graciously heard when we started out, uh, I've been having fun with vocal effects this morning. <laughs> and if you stick around all the way to the end, you get a fun little surprise. Fun little surprise. So today we're going to talk about Jürgen Barsch, and that's the last time I'm going to say it like that. I'm so sorry. This is, uh, I had no but Jürgen doesn't sound a lot better. <laughs> I know literally nothing about this case except that his name is Jürgen. Um, so I'm going to call him Jay. That works for me. Mr. Jay. Mr. Jay. I'm not sure that's better, but here we are. It's fine. Uh, so you've probably never heard of this man. Absolutely And you not. would be right because he's not super well known, which is weird because... I feel like he pulled some weird shit. It's a U case, so it's going to fuck some days up. I feel like... No, no, it's bad. I was no. going to say, I don't think it's as bad as normal, but no, it's... No, it's it's me. Yeah. I don't know how I get here. I just do. Um, <laughs> so, so Mr. J... Mr. J... Was born Carl Heinz <laughs> Sidrovinsky. Damn it, Carl... I'm sorry, I keep finding the Carls. I don't know why they're like this. Can we call him Heinz? That was his middle name, right? Heinz? That's ketchup. God damn it. <laughs> so Mr. J <laughs> was born November 6th of 1946 in Essen, West Germany. I feel like that's a good year. And it was like older and some of the records are like not great and I did like see a little bit of conflicting stuff i knew like i know he's born in west germany for sure but some of the cities were like a little subjective yeah. so as far as i can tell like that seemed to be the right information because it was like what was repeated the most often so i feel that his mother died of tuberculosis oh that's a bummer when he was only five months old and then he like, he was born a bastard, so, like, his dad didn't claim him, and then his mom died of tuberculosis, so he went to, like, an orphanage. Damn it, Jon Snow. <laughs> you bastard. But he got adopted when he was only 11 months old. Oh, good. Um, he was adopted by a family in Langenberg, and they renamed him. <clears throat> so he was, like, Carl Heinz before, and they renamed him Mr. J. And they were like, fuck Carl. You're Jargen now. Jargen. Jargen. So his new father was a butcher. Um, and his new mother had severe OCD, and she was obviously very focused on cleanliness. That was her shtick. Um, that's going to be important later. Okay. In the weirdest way possible. Anyways. I have questions. 
Um, so he like this, like sh- obviously impacted his life quite a lit, like quite a little, oh, quite a lit, quite a lit, <laughs> quite a lot. Um, he wasn't allowed to like play with friends because he might get dirty. Like there was a lot of things he couldn't do, like couldn't play sports, couldn't play with friends, stuff like that because he might get dirty. Oh, we're an aggressive germaphobe. Oh yeah, it was really bad. Oh, it no. was so bad, in fact, that his mother. Bathed him herself mm-hmm. until he was 19 years old. Um. And do you want to know why she stopped? <clears throat> he got arrested. <clears throat> so this could have just gone on for his whole life. He just went to prison. So she had to stop. I have so many questions. And I want not a single one answered. Yeah, honestly, that's kind of how I felt about it. I was like, that is, um, how do you find these freaks? You know, <laughs> like, do you just go to Google and you're like, most fucked up serial killers? Actually, genuinely, no. <laughs> like, I don't know how I find them. I usually just, like, start on one person and then I'll just kind of, like, keep following oh, a rabbit you just, hole. Yeah, you fall down a rabbit hole. And I go dark. I go deep. It's a problem. So anyways, when he was 10, um, he started school for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was 1946, so like things were different. Um, and he wasn't there very long because his parents were like, that's not strict enough. And they sent him to a Catholic boarding school instead. Because... Only healthy, well-adjusted people have come out of Catholic boarding schools. <laughs> and I, um, so uh, you may be surprised. I no. say sarcastically, um, but he was physically abused this like entire time. Uh, are we surprised? Um, and he was often seen with, like, visible injuries, bruises, cuts, shit like that. Like, everyone knew. But, like, it also was 1946, so, like... So nobody gave a fuck. Exactly. Um, he would often get beat in the same room that his dad would butcher animals. Oh, don't like that. That's Maybe because there's already blood there, so... great association game. bleeds? Um... And another point, which this, I saw this, I couldn't 100% verify this because I saw this in a couple of different sources, but I also had saw sources that didn't mention this. And I feel like it's like a pretty significant thing. Um, So I can't 100% verify, but this possibly could have happened. Um, In several sources, they said at a different point in his life, he was kept locked up in their cellar for six years Six years. Yeah, I buy it. Because his mom, like, didn't want him to get dirty and stuff. So, like, she just locked him in a basement. Yeah, she bathed him until he was 19. So I 100% buy it. I also saw conflicting records about her, like, his mom also, like, sexually abusing him. Usually during her crazy town bath times. Her crazy town bath times. That's literally what I wrote in my notes. He was also sexually molested by his mother during her crazy town bath times. Yeah. 
that inform all of that information checks out the sexual assault checks out you phrasing it like that checks out like the whole thing just checks out and that also wouldn't be the last of it when he was eight he was molested by his 13 year old cousin and then later when he was 13 he was abused by his choir director whose last name was putz and he like wow he literally like was so sick he had like a 105 degree fever he was like bedridden and this dude like came to him and like sexually molested him when he was like fucking almost dying of a fever well yeah you can't fight it, oh my god, it just made, it made me really angry. Like, fuck you. Like, it's already, sh- like, so shitty to do that to a kid, but, like, I've been there. I've had fevers like that. Like, I know how fucking terrible mm-hmm. you feel, and I can't imagine someone taking advantage of you when you already feel like that. Like, it's shitty enough to just do that in general, but, like, anyways, I'm sure this guy is dead, but if he's not, fuck you. He would be. <laughs> so, anyways, we get into the murders real quick. Oh, good. And you know why we want to get into the murders real quick? I like aggressive escalation. His first murder Mm -hmm. was committed at a record-breaking 15 years old. Hmm. Okay. So, uh... Who'd he kill? He's a new class. New class of boy. Nah, I feel like there's got to be somebody younger than that. I'm sure there is, but I feel like most of them don't start, like, full-on serial killing at 15. Because, like, he just, like dove headfirst into that there was no like initial kills there was no like accidental deaths or like weird she- shit like leading up to it like he just straightened headfirst into serial killing right away respect the world's youngest serial killer was Amajarit Sada uh, he was arrested at age 8 bro chill go play with some hot wheels please <laughs> But anyway, anyway, the first boy that he killed <laughs> name was Klaus Young, and he was eight years old. How appropriate. <laughs> no. Um, and that was March 31st of 1962. Um, I'm going to tell you who he killed first, and then we'll get into what he did. Oh, no. I hate it when you do that, because that usually means it's a fucked up shit happened. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's me. What it's else you. did you expect? It's a Morgan episode. So yeah, March 31st, 1962, killed Klaus Young. He was eight. <laughs> um, August 7th of 1965. Wait, 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 wait. He killed Klaus Young. <laughs> well, it's like the J-U-N-G. I'll see myself out. I'll allow, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> So, August 7th of 1965, he killed Peter Fuchs, who was 13. Damn. August, also August 7th of 1965, he killed 12-year-old Ulrich Kalweis. Kalweis. However you want to pronounce that. Um, May 6th of 1966, he killed 12-year-old Manfred Grassman. And then we'll talk about his last kill later. Because that's significant. So his victims were killed when he lured them into an abandoned air raid shelter from World War One. Yeah, that would have been World. Yeah, World War One, and he would force them to strip and then sexually assault them. I'm sorry. What? You heard me. 
He would lure them into an abandoned air raid shelter from World War One, where he would make them strip and sexually assault them. Wait, isn't this happening in 46? Yes. That would have been World War Two. Would it? Yeah. Whatever. One of a war. One of a war. One of a war? One of a war. Bless you. One of those wars. World War Two. You know. I thought World War II was still happening in 1946. No, it had just ended. It ended in... 45, 45? didn't it? Five? I feel like that's right, actually. I'm pretty sure it did. But anyways. A World War II. Yeah. Air raid shelter. 39 to 45. Um, And then after this, he would <clears throat> kill them with a mixture of, like, strangulation and beating them with a hammer. You know. Fun. Um... His first four victims would also be subject to dismemberment, where he would cut the body into pieces, um, empty out their abdomen, and then he would bury them in the tunnel, like in the air raid shelter itself, because it had like a dirt floor. I think I had too much caffeine. I'm going to unpack all of that here in a second, Uh, but I think I had way too much caffeine because what happened in my brain i don't know if you were watching that the mental breakdown happen uh but what happened was that you said that he cut them into pieces and in my brain i just went cut my life into pieces (laughs) yeah i'm fine (laughs) anyway um i hate all of that every single bit of it Especially the disembowelment, because, like, bruh, if you don't do that right and you accidentally lacerate something, that shit smells so bad. You know, and I think so when you're gross. murdering children and dismembering them, like, you probably don't really care if it smells bad. I mean, like, I, well, his dad was a butcher, so maybe he was doing it correctly. And he probably was, like, you, and we'll get to it. Like, he worked at the butcher shop. Like, yeah. we'll get into that later, too. I hate it. But he didn't, he didn't really butcher the animals because he didn't like it. He thought it was gross what that's a thing make that make sense i can't i think it's the whole like animals are innocent (sighs) thing and he like felt bad about it that's weird though because most serial killers start with like animals and then upgrade to people upgrade did i just fucking say upgrade i'm done i'm done talking do you want to um do do you want it to get worse yeah no yes during his last murder He came closest to achieving what he would later call his greatest desire. Skinning the child while still alive. But he expressed that most of them died too quickly for that to happen. The fuck did you just say to me? I lied. We're going to call him Ramsey Bolton. You had me real, real on edge for a second there because you said he finally achieved and then you paused. And I was like, if she says anything along the lines of Sparky Big Time, I'm going to lose no, my shit. No, 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 no. I mean, not that no. that's any better, but like. how? Okay, wait a minute. How are you killing people by skin? No, if you do that correctly, you shouldn't be severing anything serious. I mean, he started when he was 15. No one said he was good at it. That's fair. Do uh, better. Well, don't do it at all. But if you're going to do it, do better. So he, uh, to lure the, like, to get these children to, like, come with him, he would use taxis and he would steal money from his parents' butcher shop. Um, this actually caused his parents to, like, almost go bankrupt. 
because he stole so much oh, money shit. from them. But they, no one ever suspected him because he was like so sweet and innocent. They never even realized he was the one doing it. Um, he actually like he didn't want to be a butcher. Like I said, he was super against killing animals. He said it repulsed him. So like he basically just worked like the front counter, like the cash register. Excuse me, will I never trust an el- another child ever again? <laughs> Do you want to know what he would tell these children to get them to come with him? I have candy. He would tell them that he was a detective. Oh, no. Who needed a witness to recover a suitcase full of diamonds from the air raid shelter. That's a creative story. But most kids aren't that fucking dumb. And they were like, that's weird. That surprises me. I feel like most kids would be like, whoa. Well, you have to think too, like. He's also a child. And also, like, he's young, and also, like, the one kid was, like, eight, but most of them are, like, 12, 13. So, like, they're a little older. Like, they're not dumb. And he's only, like, 16. Like, he's barely older than him. Like, so, them. so they're probably like, yeah, you're just fucking with us. Like, get out of here. Like, if an actual adult told them that, they probably would believe it more than, like, this fucking, like, 16-year-old being like, I'm a detective. They're like, no, you're fucking not. What the fuck are you talking about? I just what a what a story, my dude. But if the kids didn't believe them, like believe him, he would pay them to not talk about it, or he would pay them to lure other children. <sighs> what the fuck? He would also visit these things called parish fairs, which are kind of like just kind of like a normal fair, like what you would imagine. Like there's like rides and food and like stuff like that and he would bring that and he would like creep on children but like there's so many people there like he wouldn't really be that noticeable yeah for a while he would carry a giant suitcase to transport the kids like literally a suitcase to shove children into um which is funny this is a side note but in germany they're called kindersarg which literally means child's coffin that's what large suitcases are called. <laughs> so, uh... Is Germany okay? I have a few questions, Germany. I just... Ch- I have some questions. I, I also have questions. Um, But then, like, people called him on that pretty fast. They were like, that's pretty sus. Why do you have that? And then he stopped carrying it. Jargon is sus. <laughs> Mr. J is pretty sus. <laughs> Um, he actually was even called the Parish Fair Killer. Like, that was one of his nicknames. Mm-hmm. But this was later changed to Beast. Beast. <sighs> um, and he liked that one. He would use that, like, to sign his letters did, and it's stuff. Not, like, I'm sorry. Say those words again? Like, his letters and stuff he would send, like, in prison. He would sign them Beast. <laughs> But he thought it was funny. Like, he didn't take it seriously. He wasn't like, oh, my God, I am I'm the beast. The beast. Like, it's he thought it was, fucking... like, funny. Um, I just... <sighs> so now we're going to talk about the last murder. Because this murder spree didn't last a super long time. It was only, like, four years. So June 18th of 1966, he tried to murder 15-year-old Peter Fries, who actually managed to escape because... <laughs> This shit's fucking ridiculous. So, okay. So oh, no. oh he she's putting her phone down so she can lures talk with him, her hands. Oh, no. Kidnaps him, brings him up, ties him up, and then he's like, I'm fucking hungry, dog. I'm fucking hungry. I'm going to go get some dinner. So he leaves this boy 
tied up to go get fucking dinner. And the boy, smart, smart, smart boy, which is why you don't kidnap fucking 15 year olds. They're smart. They're older. Um, he was like, no, like, I'm afraid of the dark. Like, can you please leave a candle burning for me? Like, I'm scared of the dark. So he lit two candles and left him candles going because he didn't want him to be scared, even though he's trying to flay him alive. So weird, weird bit of compassion there. Um, this kid's smart as fuck. Like, I give this kid all of the props. He, so he left to go get dinner, jaded. And then Peter used the candle to burn the ropes that were holding him. And Smart kid. Like, he got so lucky, too, that he lit two candles because the first candle actually went out when he was trying to do it. So he wouldn't have been able to escape. But he had the second candle so he could get the rest of the way like bust it out with the second candle like i can't even imagine how scary that would be for him like that sounds like a horror movie where they like they almost escape and then their escape plan like falls through but they manage to like get it just at the last second like that's literally what happened to him oh my god um and so i also thought it was funny that his last victim like last intended victim was 15 and that's how old he was when he started Mm -hmm. like it kind of feels like a karma full circle thing there yeah um because he was only 19 when he was arrested so which is like crazy to me like that's so young yeah so obviously peter got out immediately went to the police like jay was arrested like immediately and he like as soon as he was arrested he confessed all his crimes like he didn't keep it secret at all like he didn't yeah he he was just just like like, yeah this is what happened um Later on, discussion revealed that he had probably had around another, like, hundred unsuccessful, like, attempts. Most of those were, like, people he tried to, like, lure in but, like, didn't go for it. Um, He also told the court that he couldn't achieve sexual gratification while the boys were alive, but that he would when he was, like, cutting them into pieces. So, holy therapy, dog. Holy therapy. So we have internalized homophobia. He also wouldn't admit to cannibalism, but he did say at one point that the flesh had touched his lips, which is, first of all, the grossest, the grossest thing you could say. Don't say that. I don't like that. So... I feel like he definitely, he definitely did some cannibalism. So we're gay, but it's 1946, so we're not okay with being gay. So we kill boys, and then because they're dead, it's not gay? And I feel like all of the, (laughs) the, like, because he would sexually assault them while they were alive, too. He just couldn't, like, get there himself. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of his, like, molestation as, like, a kid probably, probably had a lot to yeah. do with that as well. Um, so the court system, the Wuppertal court system, uh, sentenced him to five life in prison sentences because Germany doesn't have the death penalty. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, so that was December 15th of 1967. You're going to love this twist. 
You're oh, gonna, God. You're going to love this. I thought we almost made it through a Morgan episode without a plot twist. God damn it. <laughs> Lumi, come on. It's, it's you. So, you remember those five life in prison sentences I literally just mentioned? Yeah. That he was given in 1967? Yeah. In 1971, the Federal Court of Justice of Germany reduced his sentence. Who am I fighting? Ready? To 10 years of juvie, including time served, which was already four years. Well, actually five, because he was in for like a year while the trial was going on. Followed by uh, preventative detention, which placed him in a mental hospital in Eichelborn. Who am I fighting? Point me in the direction of some fucking kneecaps. Oh, wait, it gets worse. What do you mean it gets worse? So his mother and aunt kept in frequent contact with him, and they would gift him crime novels, comic books, and magic tricks. Back the fuck up right now. Back, back up, back up. Pump your brakes. Put it in reverse. Back it up. What do you mean they gave him crime novels? What? What do you mean? I thought you'd be more focused on the fact that he's a magician. I don't give a fuck about the magic tricks right now. What the fuck do you mean they gave him crime novels? Okay, well, maybe he liked to hear about other people who got away with it for longer than him. Gee, I fucking wonder why. He also liked comic books. I don't give a fuck. Why the fuck? Okay, first of all, I want to have a very sincere conversation with his mother and find out why she thought it was a good idea to give him crime novels. And then I want to have a very sincere... And she sincere, still supports him. I'm not done. I want to have a very sincere conversation with the warden who let the crime novels through their door and into his cell. I just... What the fuck? He's a magician. <laughs> I will get there. I'm just not over the crime novels yet. Like, I I also can't believe, like, his mom supported him. Like, I'm sorry. If my kid, like, an adopted kid, not even, like, her blood kid. Oh, yeah, like, an adopted. adopted kid. Like, was murdering, like, small children. <laughs> yeah, you ain't part of this and family doing, no like, more, dog. some, like, fucked up shit to them. Like, gruesome <laughs> shit to these children. I would be like, no. I'm actually going to fight everybody in the story he's a professional magician he belongs to the german organization of magicians shut the fuck up okay wait now i'm ready to talk about that what what do you mean he was a professional magician shut the actual On fuck the side. up shut up no, there's a german what? organization of magicians well that i'm that not that exists <laughs> There, there exists one in every country. I'm not surprised about that. They kicked him out, though. <laughs> for what? What do you mean, for what? For murdering small children. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, for what? Well, I thought maybe <laughs> you meant that he got into it after the fact. No, 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 no. This, oh. was, this was before, and they were like, wow, <laughs> weirdly enough, murdering small children and dismembering them goes against our guidelines. <laughs> Wait, if you're a magician, why are you making up some dumb shit about being a detective to lure children? Just put on a fucking magic show. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you're a magician. <laughs> he would do magic tricks for the other patients at the mental hospital. Stop. I'm not kidding. That was like an actual thing he would do regularly. You know, we all need some <laughs> magic. 
I don't know. That's the funniest part of it to me. That's my favorite part of this whole story. Magic in a young boy's heart. In a psychopath's heart. So uh, it just gets weirder. Are you ready for it to get weirder? What do you mean? It gets weirder. How? Uh, well, first of all, while he was in the hospital, he got married. <laughs> to who? Uh, Gisela Dyke on January 2nd of 1974. She wrote him a letter, and then they got married. Hold on. I'm not- You're telling me that the woman who married the gay man that clearly had some internalized homophobia was named Dykey? I mean, honestly, that's probably not how you pronounce it because I don't speak German. I'm sure there's a better way to pronounce it that probably involves yelling. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Cough somewhere in the middle. <laughs> oh my god i'm i'm over this are you ready for it to get worse what do you mean oh it just it is a steady decline from here what the fuck steady is decline <laughs> okay so he she wrote him one singular letter and they got married i think they, i think she wrote him a letter and then they became pen pals and like then they got married giselle you can't marry a man you just met but you know, <laughs> she did. Uh, and then, um, congratulations! You married Hans of the Southern Isles. <laughs> oh God, it gets so much worse. Okay, this how is- many nerd references can we make in this episode? <laughs> I'm sure we can pump it up. Pump right. up those numbers. <laughs> Amateur numbers. So, uh, he also claimed that he loved his victims. And this is where we get into direct, direct quotes. Because oh. you know that I love those. So, oh, no. at one point, he started carving things into his walls. So, there's that. Um, and the first of these little inscriptions, I suppose you could call them, um, was to Peter Fries, the one that got away. The one that got the away. The one that got away. Um, and he wrote, and I quote, Ernst Peter Fries, please excuse if I dare to ask you for pardon. On June 18th, you did not know if you would ever meet your parents again. I very much would have wanted to see my parents again. But I do not have the right to do so. And I know how you suffered. I learned that you received the 16,000 Deutschmarks. Deutschmarks? 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 I feel like Deutsch. Deutsch. Um, my honest opinion is that you deserve the money. However, you should give a thousand and maybe a little extra to the Grassmans. They're poor and they don't have money themselves. That was the family the victim before him. Can you pardon me, Peter? I wish for this so much, even if I cannot hear it anymore. I can understand if you say, it was too bad, I cannot. But please, Peter, believe it would mean a lot to me. That is to say, I honestly started to develop a very strong affection for you. The fact that I would have killed you shall be the proof that my impulses had control of me. I think if I was Peter, I would 
actually break into that prison and fucking murder him knock out his kneecaps yeah yeah i would be i can't even express how i would feel like i i don't think you'd even need to so full of rage i feel like i would just walk up to the warden and like push the fucking letter up against a window and then they'll just be like here's a bat oh he carved this into his wall so of all i I would if i was the warden i would call peter and be like do you want to take out this man's kneecaps and then just hand him a baseball bat when he got there and just turn around and be like wow i didn't see what happened to this man's fucking kneecaps he also wrote another inscription (sighs) this one directed at the police oh no and this one said air einrichs air fritsch air matzler you were all very kind to me. Would I not have been like that? One day, I would have been one of you. And believe me, I surely would not have been a bad civil servant. No. Yeah, so he also wanted to be a cop, so, you know. Yeah, well, He's Sam great. also wants to be a cop, but just because you want to doesn't mean you fucking should. <clears throat> I said that. Uh, it's true, though, and maybe don't compare yourself to the guy from you. Maybe that's just a general rule of a <laughs> oh thing not God, to I do. Oh, my God, I forgot that happened. Yeah, maybe just don't oh, do I, that. Oh, I, wiped that from my memory. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, God. So, anyways. Anyway. Um, after his second trial, he started, like, a long pen pal correspondence with that Detective Motzler and also a journalist named Paul Moore. Um, and he would mention frequently how uncomfortable he was with all of the media attention that he received. Surprisingly. Wow. It's almost like if you fucking brutally murder children, you're going to get people's attention. So on this subject, he said publicly in court. I'm ready to do my dramatic reading. Oh, no. High court. <clears throat> Tell me how this could have all been prevented. Not at all. You were right. Today... I am already blamed for it. Immediately, this is this. there is this accusation of being a star. This is as convenient as it is wrong. The story with Father Putzley also has another side. He is not guilty for what I have done, but he, nobody else, determined my orientation towards pedophilia and sadism. And he told me, when I was 13, the exact plan which I used later. He seduced me on the gallery of the church nearly every week. I was 12. He put me in his bed when I had polio and a fever of 40 degrees Celsius and told me about a knight, before that I had to masturbate him, who lived in France and killed hundreds of boys. Also, the the emphasis is put on all the words he put in caps. (laughs) Himself. I figured as much. Also, it's funny, though, because I actually know who he's talking about, and I wanted to do him for a podcast case. <laughs> I have him oh, written shit, down, so I actually thing. know what case he's talking about, which is kind of funny. Um, that's a fever of, like, 104. Goddamn. But I don't think... Um, I, I okay. Don't, I don't know how true that is, though. Like, I can't imagine, like, this dude, like, sitting down and being like, this is exactly how I would murder young boys. I mean... But, like, maybe... Like, and it's like it's one of those things where he's like he's just on the edges of like reality 
Yeah. Where it's like he acknowledges that like that guy is not responsible for the the actions that he has taken afterwards. But like he's also putting a lot of blame on him that I feel like he maybe doesn't. I I mean, that guy's a piece of shit. Don't get me wrong. Total piece of shit. But it's hard to know, like, uh, how truthful he's being, I feel like. I feel like it's probably true to an extent. Like, if you strip it down to, like, it's it's Like, I definitely think he was sexually molested. And I'm sure, like, him getting molested in the church and then, like, while he was sick. Like, I'm sure that's true. Um, I feel like the the masturbation part is probably true oh i'm sure that's true yeah for sure and then like i feel like the rest of it is just like childish embellishment to try to cope with what happened and i'm sure maybe he did tell him like something along those lines but it's just like right why would he have this grand plan of like a different way to kidnap boys and stuff when like he already is molesting like he's already getting what he wants yeah so it seems like why would he tell you like this weird elaborate plan on how to kidnap boys when like he already has the boys available to do the things he wants to do to them. Like right. he doesn't need these weird plans. I okay. So here's here's my speculation. I think what happened was that hit like the what was it like a choir director or whatever? Uh whoever the higher up was. Um like telling him that story about the night, I feel like that's probably true. Because if you're like, if you're talking to a child, you're gonna use some sort of figure that they would look up to and be like, oh, look, they also did this thing. It's not that big of a deal. Right. That makes sense. So, like, I feel like that aspect of it is true. And then it was just like, like I said, that like childish embellishment of trying to pick and pull things and like blowing it up and as a coping mechanism yeah i could totally see that um he also sent postcards postcards yeah i said that right to psychiatrists that he liked um he had one therapist named geese who he like geese was the only sexual deviant behavior like specialist at all in germany at that time like it obviously wasn't a very big field um so (laughs) Jay would write him, like, these long, long, elaborate letters, and then Geese would, like, barely reply. Like, he wouldn't even reply to most of them, and then when he did reply, he would send him, like, these very, very short, tiny replies, which I just think is kind of, like, funny. Mm -hmm. Um, So, in August of 1968, he wrote, It is sure very nice of you that you wish to help me, and I am oh so grateful for this. It is only a pity, as you already said, that a conversation in letters would be quite difficult at the moment. Because every now and then there would be something that the judges would have to hold because of regulations. But I will wait for you. In thankfulness yours, Jergen. And it's funny because he has like this weird like hard on for this dude. And he like just doesn't even like reply. Like he's literally sending that letter because the therapist was like, yeah, sorry, we can't write letters back and forth right now. Crazy. That's a bad idea. Dude, what? He's like, I will wait for you. And then, um, but like to see how like he like replies to him so okay so while he was like in the mental hospital he tried to commit suicide like many times wow i'm shocked so after a suicide attempt um in january of 1969 a geese wrote him and he said dear jurgen barch first of all i thank you for your friendly christmas and new year's greetings that i cordially sent back to you (laughs) reply (laughs) he didn't even he, he literally just sent that mail back he was like 
I don't want those letters. <laughs> I must, however, combine this letter with the urgent wish that you do not try again to bring your life to an end. You must simply not do this. One reason being to allow several things to happen in your case. With kind regards, I am your Hans Geese. <laughs> Hans Geese. But I love he's just like, so yeah, I know that I sent all your letters back. Um, don't like kill yourself, dog. Yeah. There's like shit that I think it's because he wants to like study him. Yeah. Basically. He's like, nah, you're still useful for me. Please don't kill yourself. Please but don't. also I'm not going to acknowledge you in any other way as a human being. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Um, he, like, Jay, over the, like, course of being arrested and, like, in the mental hospital and stuff, like, obviously, everyone had a theory on, like, how to treat his condition. Like, he went through a bunch of different therapies and treatments. Um, they, like, talked about doing lobotomies. Yeah. Um, they talked about doing, like, castration. Yes. Um, so he refused to do all those things for, like, a long time, which I get. Too bad. Um, April 28th of 1976, though, he agreed to voluntary castration because um, I think they kind of, like, offered him kind of, like, conditional release or they were going to, like, like lighten his sentence, kind of, if he agreed to, like, the voluntary castration. Um, so at this point, he had been incarcerated for 10 years and he'd been married for two, but he also was having, like, super severe depression and he was suicidal and, like, all of that stuff. So, like, he was definitely not really super rehabilitated um and i think they they like put a a lot of pressure on him like that's a lot um not that he didn't deserve it but like i get why he like waited for a long time to like make that decision Mm -hmm. um but there was a mistake during the surgery where he was given too high of a quantity of um halothane Mm -hmm. and he ended up passing away during the surgery Mm -hmm. um but this actually so like, you might think it sounds like, ooh, maybe they, like, murdered him, like, an accident. No, Holophane is really hard to control. Also, uh, this wasn't the first death under this doctor. Like, this had happened several times, and he oh, actually shit. ended up getting put on probation after this because they were like, stop killing people, thank you. <laughs> um, But, yeah, that was it. He died. They tried to cut his pee-pee off, and he died. <laughs> they tried to... Okay, first of all... That's not how they castrate people. I know that. But, uh, the end. <laughs> also, there's a movie that was released about this in 2004 called The Child I Never Was, if anyone is interested in that. I have not watched it yet, but tell yeah, me if it's good. I, uh... Because I do want to watch it. I was going to say that this... Oh, sorry. It came out in 2002. But, uh, yeah. I'm honestly... I don't think the murders were the weirdest part of this. No, it was the Like, by the murders. murders. I mean, leading up to the murders was also a little weird. Yeah. Uh, the bath the bath thing. The, that's a that weird. That was weird. That's a weird. That's a weird. That's a weird for sure. Uh, But how? Okay. It got real weird afterwards. How was he not busticated by his mother? Because I feel like he's going to be covered in blood and she's giving him baths. But he also works at a butcher shop. So being <laughs> covered in blood is like a daily occurrence. If I worked at a butcher shop and someone was just, like, covered in blood, I would just assume that it was the blood of what they were working on. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, they probably murdered someone as well. Plus, like like I said, like, he was stealing so much money, they almost went bankrupt, and they didn't even fucking notice. Like, they noticed that uh, someone was stealing money, but they didn't even 
think it was him. Yeah, no, so, like, that's a good point. They're real oblivious. Yeah, I feel like they're honestly kind of, kind of mm. dumb. Because also too, if someone is stealing enough money from you that you're going bankrupt, and your son is the only one working, I mean, I don't, I don't know that he was the only one working the cash register, but your son is also one of the people working the cash register. Like you think that might, right? But to be fair, the mo- like the way he was spending the money. Like, it's not like he was buying himself stuff. Like, yeah. he was using it on, like, taxis or food or, like, paying off these kids and stuff. So, like, there would be no paper trails. Paper trails. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I always know that's a good time to end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> when we start, start talking, talking in, in unison. <laughs> so, uh, please tell me. What you think about this absolute crazy town roller coaster? What the fuck? I I was like writing these notes, and the whole time I'm like, "What am I reading?" <laughs> and then it just kept getting weirder, <laughs> and I was like, "Now there's magicians." <laughs> I'm still st- I'm stuck on the magi- I am stuck on the magicians. I'm not afraid to admit it. I yeah. I'm stuck on the magician thing. <laughs> that was just a whole roller coaster. I don't know how I feel about it, so I need to know how you guys feel about it, because (laughs) I feel a lot of things. I feel a lot of... A lot of things I don't like. Yikes. Yikes is what I'm feeling. Yikes on all of the bikes. Literally all of them. Every bike. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) So, uh, follow us on all of the things. Literally all of the things. You think of a thing? We're on it. Yeah, we're on it. Follow us. Guess what? We're on TikTok now. We made a fucking tickety talk. A goddamn tickety talk. So follow us on fucking And they allowed TikTok. the name Bitches and Murders. I am genuinely surprised. I saw Honestly, that when you followed me and I was like, same. Holy shit. Because Twitter threw a fit about bitches, but not murders. But Twitter also allows full porn. Right. Full nudity. But like TikTok but not the word will bitch. shut your shit down. If you even, like, have, like, suggestive. Yeah, like. But, like, bitches and murders. We're cool with it. So, anyways, follow us on TikTok. (laughs) I'll give them this. They have, like, a caveat for a lot of their rules if you're, like, educational purposes. And we might be able to, like, slide under that umbrella because we're a podcast. So, we're educational purposes. That makes sense. But We're also not popular yet. So, we haven't flagged. Right, like we literally just made it. So be the first. You can come in on the ground floor. You can be an OG fan. Yeah, there's already like five people on there. And I'm like, bruh. I mean, granted, I think I know all of them. But but we have a Patreon, Bitches and Murders Podcast. Give us money and we will give you content because we love you. I'm actually going to record a short episode about the history of Fayette, Michigan. And all of the spooky shit that happened when I went there, including all of my vacation pictures. Not all of the vacation pictures, but like the specifically the Fayette uh, vacation pictures, two of which have whole ass ghosty boys in them. So get on Patreon so you can see that fucking shit because, oh, my God, did that fuck my day up. And I uh, just set up a studio, so it'll be so much easier to record. And uh, yeah, I have lots of other fun content plan that i shall not divulge at this time because i 
don't want to <laughs> because I don't want to. So I guess you'll have to follow and figure out what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, Facebook, Bitches and Murders Podcast. We also have a Facebook group, Bitches and Murders Podcast group. I share some memes, some spicy memes. A lot of memes. <laughs> Good shit. Uh, fucking... Twitter is Ann Murders. We already bitched about that. Uh, uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, Instagram, Bitches and Murders podcast. Uh, YouTube, which I really need to update. Yeah. Uh, I will I get on that. That is on my list. That is also on my list of things to do very Send us soon. an email at beinmurderspodcast at gmail.com. And I will love you. Morgan's entire existence rests on us getting like actual emails give me some fresh fresh emails thank you she's kind of like tinkerbell and the rest of the fairies from that universe we're like I if need you attention don't pay attention to her yeah so give it to me <laughs> <laughs> anywho anywho stay spooky but not so fucking spooky that you send your son crime novels after he was a serial killer not that fucking spooky stay spooky but not so spooky that you're a magician stay spooky. i'm still stuck on this yeah, she's really stuck on that <laughs> stay spooky but not so spooky that you give your 19 year old son baths yeah don't that not that spooky that's the fine that's the final line that's don't that's bathe your children i mean do bathe your children but like there's an age <laughs> where we stop bathing our children right when they can start doing it themselves stop it <laughs> yeah we 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 stop that um in single digit numbers yeah not single digit numbers not 19 19 is too far and and the kicker is the only reason that she stopped. because he went to prison. <laughs> for being a serial killer. Uh, she probably washed some of those boys' blood off of him. Do, do, you, do, you think he, do you think she was scrubbing his junk? Oh, she was because she was also sexually molesting him. Oh, that's right. I forgot about so, that. So, yeah, I think she was. sexually assaulted the boys which means she was cleaning stuff off of his yep <laughs> yep yep just just let that just no, let that sink in I for a little bit i don't want to let that marinate i and it, uh i would like to be done now we will uh see you in the next episode and uh stay tuned because you made it this far which means oh yeah <laughs> you get to hear the little tiny bonus content a little nugget <laughs> little little nugget little nugget we love you have fun with that <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>